Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other host, Tenant Mike. And uh, Mike, um, this episode is more just fun clips we've had from our uh, many, many episodes so far. Absolutely. It's the equivalent of ABBA Gold, which collected all of ABBA's great hits uh, it's like Queen's Greatest Hits. All those amazing classics in one easy-to-digest place. Uh, maybe reference something like Linkin Park next time that our audience might actually get. <laughs> okay, next time I will. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here are uh, some more Landlord and Tenant Classic Moments, Volume 2. Struggling Actress Tess Degenstein from Episode 29. It's our Halloween episode, so... Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks. I, uh... Have you ever seen a wolfman or, um... A sprite or anything? Um... Not that I can think of, no. Okay. Have you seen either of those things? Well... Now that you ask... Oh, a twinkle in your eye, I, Michael. Yeah. I believe I did once see a wolfman... Uh... In the 11th grade. Um... I had stayed after school for... Musical practice. We were doing the musical Guys and Dolls, and uh, it was about 7 p.m. and I was waiting for my mother to pick me up in the SUV. And I looked across the street and saw a Wolfman. And I ran back inside that school as fast as my legs could carry me. So you just saw. Zoom. And where was this? Oshawa or something? Or? This was in Oshawa where I went to high school, yes. And you saw. You were just waiting on the street, and at mm-hmm. 7 p.m., a wolfman was on the sidewalk? Yes. And he was. And what did he do? How, like, how was he different from a man man? Well, he was covered in hair and had these long fangs, and he was howling, and uh, he gave me the finger also. He was probably just some crackhead. Like a hairy crackhead. Or no? just even a hairy man or who's having hairy a bad man. day. Yep. Well said. Well. Huh. So, so man, I know what I saw. Michael really buys into this So story. you think yeah. you saw an alien. I did But you won't believe alien. that I saw a wolf man. Because this aliens live our science, Michael. Ghosts are, you know, mommy's little a stories wolf. when you go to bed. A wolf man is not a ghost. A wolf man is a ghost. Sorry. Well, you guys, you guys. Sorry, Tess, this is not why we what, invited you here. Really intense. Uh, we need to kick up all those leaves. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Do you Have you seen an alien? Have I seen an alien? Um, no. I, I've seen I've seen the film E.T. once. Okay, um, well, that's does that a count? start. Well, kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. What age do you think, at what age do you think aliens go through puberty? I mean, are we talking mm. alien years, or are we talking our our years? Let's use human point. years. As our hour. Well. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think, James? Well, the one I saw, I mean, I don't want to get really graphic, mm. but... Had he gone through puberty, just, the alien you saw? Let's just say aliens, to my eyes, did, do not wear pants. And let's just say the eyeful I got, that guy, he'd been through maybe two puberties. Like, holy crap, no joke. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy... Makes That's you know, wild. John Ham look like an infant. 
Wow. That's, wow. That's a weird downtown. detail you left out of your original Well, it had story. nothing to do with the story about seeing an alien, but yeah, those little green men? <laughs> Not well, little everywhere. The wolfman I saw was very small in that department, so there's... Really? Yeah. He also didn't have pants? No. And gave you the finger? Did you tell your parents, Michael? He gave me the finger. I told, I told no one until right now. This is a podcast exclusive. Are you okay? You're shaking. Podcast exclusive that I saw a wolfman in Oshawa gave me the finger and wasn't packing a lot downstairs. Michael, I mean, Mm -hmm. I believe you. Thank you. I believe you. Thank you, Tess. Huh? Well, Uh, we seem to have gone off the rails. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Have you ever practiced on a person being a medium? You know, I I haven't. Um, how would you guys feel about, I don't know, letting me For see real? if I've got the stuff? Really? Ah, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know if I... I feel so nervous. Oh, you're jumping up and down. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would love to. To practice on one of you two. Is there anyone that, um, if this isn't too sensitive a question, is there anyone in your life, either of you, that's passed away that yes. you think you might want to get in touch with? I yes, mean, you said that very quickly. To so. me, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, an uncle of mine. An uncle. Okay, okay, yes. an uncle. Yeah. Okay, I'll just kind of drop in the word uncle. Do you mind if I do a really quick vocal warm up? Not at all. Okay. Um, oh. Girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle, girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle, girl. Okay, I think I'm ready. Wow, it's very impressive. If anyone from, if any casting directors are listening, uh, all right. Okay, so an uncle, uncle, uncle. He died. He died. He's dead, dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Is he buried? I'm getting the sense that he was buried. Yes. Okay. Great. This uncle, he was unemployed most of his life. Yes. Okay. Wow. Wow. For the first time, this is going really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a lot of off-brand products in his cupboards. Yes. Yes, he did. This is amazing. This is just kind of coming to me. And his name was... uh, His name was Jarl? Yes. His name was Jarl? Good old Uncle Jarl. I think I'm in touch with him. I think I have him here. Oh, my God. I'm so emotional right now. Is, is there anything that you want to ask? Can he see ask me? Ask Jarl. Um, no. Uh, no, he can't see that hang loose sign. Okay. Okay, but I will tell him, Jarl, Jarl, Michael wants you to hang loose. I do. Okay. And is that all? Um, I would like to know how... He's fading away, he's fading away. I was going to ask how he died, because we don't know how he died. It's a mystery for the family, and it's causing a lot of... Oh, he's gone. I've lost him. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it would be fun to learn how my Uncle Jarl died, but, um... You know what? I mean, that was a huge success for me. That was still very impressive. impressive. That felt amazing. Michael, it's too bad you didn't spend so much time doing the hang loose sign instead of asking how he died right away. shut up, James. Wow. 
Okay, damn. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a, I'm just yeah. discovering this. I'm new. It's a process. But maybe there is it's, something about only being able to kind of do one thing or ask right. one question. And All right. the hang loose ended up being yours. So now James will benefit uh, from that knowledge. Well, yeah. Great. James is, I mean, I thought that went really well. Yeah, I'm that kind was of amazing. <laughs> I kind of feel yeah. high right now. Oh, wow. yeah, it's like stepping off of the stage in, in Aurelia. Oh, I bet. Wow. Yeah. That must be very huge. Wow. We don't know how he died. Uh, moving on, yeah. Is there uh, is there anyone that, that you want to get in touch with, James? You know, I have to be honest, nobody I care about is really dead. I mean, like. You know, my uncle died who I inherited the building from. You're but copying I never, mine. But I, I don't want to talk to him. I barely even knew him. I mean, right, he gave me right. The building. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I probably had some people in my... I don't know. Can you read anyone off me? Like, I... Um, let's see. I'm just... Okay, wait. No, there is something. There is something. Okay. I'm seeing, like, clothes on a hanger. One second, it's just becoming clearer. Give me... Ooh. I think it's a... It's a model? Okay, yeah, I've known a lot of them. A, a, a dead model? I don't, I don't yeah, know. I've known a lot of them, too. Does this, uh, does this eliminate anyone? Any idea uh, who this might be? No, you're going to have to narrow that down, to be honest. I've dated uh, a lot of models, and okay. many of them have passed away. Oh, it sounds like she... Oh, I think there's a language barrier. Yeah, that's still going to have to narrow that down. Okay. Um, R- Russian? Europeans. Yeah, no, yeah. That, again, like, this is still okay. too many to really narrow down very, very... Okay. Mm. Um, she's just, she's kind of crying and making a, a heart with her fingers. Mm. Yeah, is there anything you want to say, say back oh, to her? I know it's God, hard I've without knowing who it generic. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess just say, hey, babe, uh, love ya. Okay. And, uh, you know... Keep it up. I don't know. Keep it up. I don't know. What else? They're dead. I I don't know who it is. (gasps) She just, she just, she's gone. Oh my God. I think you just finished her unfinished business. Oh, that's great. I think she was just waiting for someone to tell her to keep it up. Oh, thank God. That's really good about myself. That was incredible. Wow. You helped a tormented. Wow. Thanks, Tess. James helped a tormented soul of a dead model and I got nothing? From my uncle. That was, I think what we're all forgetting here is that no, I'm legit. You're Congratulations, you know Tess. Doing. That was really that was, good. That was amazing. What we're okay. doing is we're going to count down to midnight, because it's almost midnight, and we're going to see, hopefully, that the demon appears. This is going to make, uh, it'll be a podcast first. As far as I know, no other podcast has recorded the appearance of a demon on it yet. Um, although occasionally Joe Rogan's guests, they you, you could describe them as demons. He once had uh, Gavin McInnes on. And so, um, we've got well, about a minute to go. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm just so happy to be a part of this uh, event, this live event. I mean... I'm not. Ex- I mean, it's obviously not going to happen. We're not going to see a demon because there are no demons. Where's your nice. suspension of disbelief, James? Well, sorry. The demon can feel that if you don't believe, so, uh... Let's all hold hands. James, I'll hold your hands. Okay. And, and who's you... going to hold mine? Do I just kind of pray, put them together in a prayer gesture? Uh, sure, yeah, but I'll... Okay. Yeah. So James and I will hold hands, and you can hold your hands. And uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, this is so exciting. I feel crazy right now. Uh, all right, let's all count down together. Ten, Ten nine, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one... <laughs> Good night.
<laughs> no demon. Wait! He's probably just getting ready. Yeah. What was that? Well, oh, nothing. No, nothing. It's just a squirrel. All right. I bet no the demon. I bet the demon's just about to, to yeah. show himself. There, there really might not be one. Show yourself, demon! <laughs> We're recording live! It's episode 29 of our podcast. <laughs> did you... Did anyone see anything? No. No, I'm getting a little bit tired and cold. Me too. Demon? <sighs> ah, fuck. <laughs> no demon. Well, the, the counting down was, was really fun. Maybe, uh, you you're know... Just, you're just saying that to make me feel better. No, no, really. I, I loved the counting. No, it's, it sucked. It might just be in the journey, you know, not the destination. I just kind of came up with that, but right. I think it might be true. That's a good thing to say when people fail at something. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this was all a waste. We waited here for all night out in the middle of a cemetery. And... Oh my god, what's that in the woods? Oh, there, what here. is that? Mike, that could be... Mike, what is that? Is that the... the... Who are you? Hey, you guys got any smokes? Smokes? Oh, no, I, I, I don't smoke. It's, it's actually not really good for my, uh, my process, for my voice. My body's my instrument, so I, I, don't, I don't smoke. Tess is an actress. I'm an actress. Oh. Go fuck yourselves, then. Ah. Fuck off. Same to you, buddy. Hmm. Hmm. Can you believe that? Well, yeah, I've seen, I've no seen that demon, guy before. But, uh, what a rude person. Yeah, just some... Uh, Rube from uh, yeah. Sudbury or something instead. Too or just bad. a disgusting hoser. Cartoonist Chip Zdarsky from episode 30. You mentioned Jughead before, or Archie. Yeah. You, you brought back, or you, you wrote the, the big Jughead revival mm. comic a few years ago. Yeah. I was poking around on the internet today, and I learned that Jughead would be about six, 76, 77 years old in 2017. Given his diet, do you think he would have lived that long? Or do you think Jughead would have passed years ago? Hamburgers, cheeseburgers, pizza pie. Um, okay. Um, he probably didn't have health care. So uh, Jughead, he's not real. Like, there's, no, right. there's no scenario where Jughead is a real, uh, real boy, a real teen. Right. Um, so you're, you're, you're proposing like a hypothetical? Imagine he, he was, was a real man, man, a real boy. And he ate that much, I'm just going to say it, garbage, <laughs> would he have made it to old age? See, my assumption, like, as a writer of the Archie characters, is that as soon as they leave high school, they all die. Hmm. Like it's graduation night. Yeah, yeah, basically graduation night, something happens, and they all die. And so there are forces out of their control that know this will happen and keep them as teenagers. Forever. Right. Okay. So, mm. so that's when you sit down to write it, because the first question you ask is, why are they still teenagers? Right. So, as a writer, I come up with a backstory in which there's a godlike being who is saving them from certain death uh, by keeping them as teenagers all these years. Right. So, there's a curse on the town of Riverdale um, that has befallen everyone. Interesting. It keeps them static in time, um, so they never reach graduation day because then they will they will die. Wow. Then, what about people like? Mr. Weatherby or Pop, who are who have become elderly, 
or Svensson, the uh, the janitor. Was he the janitor mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. at Riverdale yeah, High? He was. Yeah, I believe he was Swedish. Yes, Svensson. Yeah. Well, what would he sound like? Oh, James is better at accents than me. Do your Svensson. He's always oh, doing Svensson. I don't know. Here. I I don't know that I have a, a Swedish one. Archie, how are you? I don't know. That was very good. Nah. Was I like the idea good. that a janitor would ask a teenager at the high school how he's doing. Yeah. I would go to the police if that happened to me. Uh, well, janitor... Michael, Michael actually had a weird relationship with his high school, with his university no. janitor, remember? Mm-hmm. He had to uh, get a restraining order and everything. Yeah. Against you or against him? Against him, because okay. he invited me down to the boiler room all the time. He's always yeah. complimenting me. And th- I just, anyway. If the boiler room was <clears throat> where you were born, you would have been okay with it. Yes, but this yeah. was uh, not, not quite the case. Not quite the case. With this janitor. But yeah. Svensson. Did you ever think of bringing him back, uh, giving him his, his own sort of book? Um, no, because he's not popular. Right. Um, I did, and this is true, when the uh, the Riverdale TV show was in production, I emailed the president of Archie Comics um, repeatedly and asked if I could play Mr. Svensson. Because wow. in the TV show, everyone's just a little bit sexier than they were in the comics. And I feel right. like the way I am now... Is like Svensson a little bit sexier? You are a lot sexier than Svensson from the old comic books. Wow. I'm going to say I that said a little bit, but thank you. That was very nice. Yeah, very nice compliment. Yeah. Lifeguard Chris Wilson from episode 31. Can I raise an Didn't elephant? Bring a towel. Sure. Can I raise an elephant in the room? Okay. Um, there's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of gossip. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of drama surrounding the hot tub. Yes. Uh, there is a pool in the building, and sort mm-hmm. of next to it is a hot tub. Yeah. And I get a lot of complaints about this hot tub. Yes. That it well. is. People say it is not extremely clean. We had an unfortunate issue where the news um, mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. and found something in the hot tub, but we don't need to get into hepatitis okay. scare. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then also the uh, hepatitis scare. Yes, there mm-hmm. was that in the hot tub, mm-hmm. of course, and there was also this sort of uh, the gentleman who was uh, found in there. Uh, he was in there, yeah. Um, um, can I just come out and say it? They found a homeless man's body mm-hmm. in the hot tub. Yeah. Now, most people, when they think of a hot tub, they, they think of uh, I don't know people in their forties enjoying a mm-hmm. glass of champagne and flirting and sometimes having intercourse. Yeah. In there, it's not. Now, but ours is like. Finding a dead homeless man in the tub is pretty much the exact opposite of that. You You know, it's unfortunate, and here's the real bummer. The dude was sitting in the hot tub, and he was kind of like, he was like sitting in it with his arms, you know, out of the water. Yeah, relaxed. It looked like he was reclining and relaxing. Very cool, he had a necklace. Yeah, he had sunglasses on. It was a bit of a weekend at Bernie's type situation, okay? Yes. So uh, every day you walk by the hot tub, you see this guy with long hair Mm kind of sitting, leaning back out of the hot tub, and the lower half of his body is submerged in the hot Mm -hmm. water, and every day you just think, oh, this guy just loves the hot tub. He's there every day. I'd say, hey, hey, I thought Hank, I I thought his name was. Um, and he wouldn't say anything back, and I'd just be like, "That's he's rude." Absolutely. And I stopped talking to him if he's going to be that way. I feel the same. So you way. thought uh, the dead man in the pool was just rude? Yeah, he was very. That's rude. what we thought, and then, um, wow, unfortunately, we didn't know he was dead. Yeah, I didn't either, and he was there for a while, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, he, mm-hmm. he, in the sort of hot uh, jets. Uh, had sort of taken away the lower half of his body. Melted it off. He did not have a lower half of the body, as it It turned out. So it was just this sort of upper half of a dude with sunglasses Mm -hmm. on, leaning out of the... 
hot tub and nothing underneath. That made me think maybe is the hot tub is it too hot? That made me and think that too. Problem. It also made me regret going in with. Hold on, you that's went true. you went into the hot tub when the, the yeah. man's corpse, half the corpse was just propped up in the hot tub. You went swimming with him. Mm-hmm. I didn't go swimming, but I sat in it and had a yeah, beer and had a chat. know it was a corpse. You no. had a chat with a dead man. If you don't know it's a corpse, Dude, is it one? Have you seen right? Weekend at Bernie's? Yes, of course then I've seen it. you know it can happen, that you get tricked. It's a documentary. you got a great set of pipes on you. Oh, thanks. Talking about your voice. Oh, not wow, your, wow. Your muscles. <laughs> you ever thought about doing a pod? I would, I would lo- like a pod of my own. Yeah. The lifeguard pod. Imagine that. The lifeguard pod with Chris. Yeah. Huh. Could be a thing. That has some, some legs, I think. James, hey. speaking of legs, I'm know, looking at look yours at these. and you clearly do squat. Do you want me to leave you two alone? Because no. James keeps uh, uh, James nice. is flirting with you, Chris. I hope yeah. you're not uh, being made to feel uncomfortable. Next thing you know, he's going to uh, block the door and uh, masturbate in front of you. Michael, what the... Are you out of your mind? Like, this guy, he... Like, where does his mind go? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, he acts like, oh, I'm so uptight. And then the things that he has clearly suppressed are like... You're the one flirting with our guest. You no, should, I'm I thought not. it was it's bad just enough. Nice talking to a um, dude I actually relate to. Yeah, I'm like right. you. We both have great muscles. You Thank you. I've been doing steroids. Muscles. Really? Yes, and I I feel great. Where do you I feel get powerful. Um, I, I know a guy. Uh, okay. In sort of a little St. Petersburg. In well, Toronto. maybe I can know a guy too, if you know what I mean. Oh, sure, I can hook you. Great. Up. That yeah, would like, be great. Look, look, like I'm really noticing my body's bulking. It's up. bulking in a, in the hair. nicest way. Oh, but that's uh, fitting my head, on you. But it's fine. Really nice. And I'm getting that kind of Joe Rogan look where it's like a big red yeah. shaved bald head. Yeah. I'm I'm into this. I like tell that. him about what's going on downstairs though with the Well with the yeah. steroids. My tell... testicles have shrunk to the size of marbles. Show, you don't show need Chris. Them. Show right. Chris. Okay, here look. Okay. Okay. Wow. So see see what I'm talking about? Not really. I don't see uh, okay. it. I'm, oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? So, like, as you can see, I'm holding it up just so you can see here. It's yeah. James, your like testicles look ridiculous. No, I'm just going to say that. Look they're not ridiculous. ridiculous. They just look ridiculous. Quite, quite funny, though. Quite funny. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I don't mind someone having a laugh, but as long as they don't look ridiculous. They just look a bit small. It's like if you, if you see someone who's... Five eight. You go. Oh, you know. You maybe you're a little bit. No, under- no. It's like if you saw someone that you knew was like six five. Then they take a bunch of drugs. Next time you see them, they're five eight. That's what it's like. Well, what you Could- knew? My balls were big before. You didn't know that. No, no you're twisting my words. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you knew that they were big. I before. didn't know how big. And here's the actual truth. I always had small balls. And even you- when I wasn't doing steroids, they were pretty small. You're and just I never making had that a single up. Complaint. No, I'm not. It really didn't shrink them much. It's like you don't hear hear people going, oh, I wish those balls were bigger. No. No, it doesn't no. matter. I'm fine oh, with I like, it. what's your favorite part of a male body? The big balls? No one says that. Yeah, I'm no. fine with this. I think it looks nice. Well, Thank you. You don't, and just leave it out if you want. It doesn't sure. matter. No, put those. Okay, put it away. Put those nasty things away. <sighs> well, wow. so, <clears throat> sorry to get off track. This I feel like we're, uh, in a, in a disgusting little boy's clubhouse this episode, talking about all sorts of nasty things. I'd like to apologize to the listeners. Chris, now, mm-hmm. if there's one thing everyone knows about improvisers, like the great Aykroyd, Belushi, mm-hmm. they Styles. love... Yes. Ryan. Probably, as far mm-hmm. as I know. 
and probably the big, the great big guy from the big design guy. is yeah. anyway the sweaty man with the big mm-hmm. uh, towel. Everyone knows improvers love the blues. Do you love the blues too? Um, I certainly do. Um, I like the way the music makes me feel. What is it about the blues that improv- improvisers love so much? Because I don't think the feeling's mutual the other way. I don't think Muddy Waters, was whatever, if he were still with us, mm-hmm. would have been like, oh, time to head, head down to Second City. Yeah, well, no one likes improv. Nobody. Not even... That's no true. One. No one likes it. That is true. So, That's weird. Lots of people like blues. Lots of people like blues. Mm-hmm. But the opposite can't be said of improv. Yeah. I mean, find me a person who... Who wants to watch that stuff? They're making it up. They haven't worked on it. How Whereas are, blues musicians are very well rehearsed. Exactly, they know exactly they what work they're going to do. On their craft. How is, how, are these, how is improv happening then? What's keeping it going? You just, um, well, you open up a, uh, you call it a theater. You say, come to the theater. And then once they're there, you trick them. You say that. To teach them classes. Teach them classes. And then they want to get involved, and you get paid to. So <laughs> interesting. To do it. And um, it's mostly for for lonely people. It's weird because imagine if you get all. I the keep I keep going back to this, but imagine if Muddy Waters just opened a school to teach people how to play the blues, like a bunch mm-hmm. of people who were like. Oh, it'll help me be better in um, at my career in business if I feel more confident in the right. blues. Exactly. But he didn't actually perform the blues, or was, or if he wasn't respected as a blues musician, could he still call himself a blues musician? Uh, wow, tough question. Yeah, that is that's true. It's a you know you don't have to answer it. <laughs> well, oh, fine, can I we take then. a break now, yeah. Michael? After that uh, scintillating few minutes, or <laughs> I think the audience will be glad that I. Ask that uh, last question, actually. I'm not so sure. Nelu Honda from episode 32. I've done a lot of, um, you know, shorts with friends and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, plays, you know? like Mm -hmm. So I'm not on, like, you know, big things that a lot of people would know about. It's just, like, I I like the path that I'm carving because it's very, like... Humble in mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm watching the the Punisher right now. The what? You're not on that. The Punisher. James is into Punisher. the Punisher no. on Netflix. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, no. That's not really my style either. Like, mm, okay. Not really into like big things. If they, if your agent called up one day, mm-hmm. Elu and said, "We have you an audition for my the agent doesn't call me for oh e- email." Yeah. I see. I'm not in the biz, so I'm not uh, quite uh, on top of things. But yeah. if you got an email from your agent that uh-huh. said, "Urgent, we have an, an audition for you to be in Netflix's The Punisher," yeah, would you be excited or would you reject the opportunity? I mean, gosh, you know, like I, I probably would, on principle, want to reject the opportunity, but oh. I would literally be really excited to get a paycheck. So I would, I would. I, I would say Even yes. in a violent show like The Punisher. I mean... It's not that violent, Mike. I've seen way more violent stuff. Like what? Yeah. I saw a video of a, of a guy getting exploded. All right. Ew. It's on the realdeath.com. Yeah, you don't, do you you don't audition for I don't stuff know. Like I just that. get a buzz. I get a revved up. Oh That's how I get God. pumped up. James is on the dark, dark net. Web. Yeah. I am on the dark web. Absolutely. I am on the dark web. I admit it. But people don't audition for those videos, James, is the difference. Well... Anyway... Back to the Punisher. You're not Actra. Oh, okay. Well, I'd like to be actress someday. I hear you get dental benefits. 
That's why Donald Sutherland has those beautiful teeth of his. Huh. And Paul Gross also. You ever looked into Paul Gross's mouth? I try not to. Beautiful set of chompers he has. Hmm. Mike, you only you know all these weird Canadian actors, you know what I mean? Like, nobody else follows... Mike's very into being... Supporting, you know, the arts. Canadian culture. Oh, well, you should come to my one woman show then. I would love to. What? Yeah. When is it, and what is it called? Um, I'm having it over at my friend down the street. Do you know um, Elsa's Cafe? Yes. Yeah, she's got a back room there. Um, Best croissant in Toronto. It is a really nice croissant. Yeah. Um, got voted high on Blogtio. I'm gonna just like put up uh, a little play that I've been working on, um, kind of actually about living in this building. So what? Yeah. Um, is there a character who's a villain who uh, is the landlord in the play? Just an idea. No, it's just a one-woman show. Okay. Yeah, it's a one-woman show, Michael. People play different characters in a no, one-person show sometimes. Very unlikely. Daniel McIver. Well, that's uncomfortable uh, for most. Of the audience, so I just I agree. To okay, just be one person. So your one person show. Patrick Stewart plays all the characters in his one man, um, A Christmas Carol. Just you're signing a lot of white men. Yeah, Mike. I just this is so sorry. typical. Of him. Right. I tied my eye on him for that stuff for a while. Yeah, and just, I now I'm right. really I'm, I'm starting to. feel I mean, like... I get it because that's the society we've been raised in. But I'm um, you know I, I I feel a little bit of offense. Like I'm a you know, a woman of color and an actor, and you don't seem to find you those are. citations. So yeah, Mike, no, I, I love that. You could just add some pepper spice to your, I, you know, for, you know, to your, your mayonnaise of, li your, your, uh, well, of life. Well, I mean, it's I, fine to be white. I mean, we all aspire to be white no, in terms of freedom. I would like to point out. I, you know, I agree with everything you're saying. I would just like for the listeners to know I am not a white supremacist. Uh, and I never I just wanted... said that. I never even. All right. Wow. Well, right. That, just, that's not just, even where I went. Just that wanted wasn't... to hit that nail on the head wow, and get that out okay. of here. I'm um, so glad to finally see Mike get put in his place for <laughs> some of his out there opinions. Uh, no, thank no, no. you. This is thank got... you, <clears throat> This conversation has gotten a little bit off the rails because I brought up Patrick Stewart uh, and his one man, A Christmas Donald Carol. Donald Sutherland and the other white guy, that Paul Passendale guy. Paul Gross. And listeners of the podcast know I have a son uh, named Pavel. Shout uh, out to Pavel. Yeah, Pavel. It's your Uncle Mike. <laughs> well, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I have a son called Pavel. He lives in Florida with um, she who shall not be named. Um, awful Russian woman. Uh, anyway, they live in Florida, and I do not see Pavel much, I have to admit. Bad daddy, but um, my first resolution is to see Pavel Moore in 2018, and um, I have a plan, a very fun plan, to do with Pavel. And what would that be? Well, I'm not quite ready for it, but we're going to go on a trip, and I think I'm going to take him to Zimbabwe. That is, wow, I'm yeah. surprised. First of all, I'm impressed you're making a mm -hmm. commitment to spend more time with your son, because I know you have neglected him in the past. Wow. Um, and it's an, quite an exotic trip for a father and son to take together. Yeah, we're going to kill an elephant. We're going to hunt and kill an elephant, mm -hmm. and it's about time. You know, he's of the age when you got to do that. Okay, right. But uh, I am waiting until I get uh, I, start dating a really hot woman to piss off his mom. So we, I will be doing that hopefully at some point this year. Um, I, uh, I hope he refuses to go on that uh, trip with you. Well, he will if he wants to get an inheritance someday. Um, what else? I hope, hope you get uh, killed maybe in a stampede. Not, not Pavel, but you. Anyway, go on. 
shall we move on to our fun segment this week, James? Um, I guess. Let's do it. Uh, do you want to introduce it? I know this is one that's uh, pretty near and dear to your heart. Well, uh, only in the fact that um, I partied with Meghan Markle a little bit when she was in Toronto. But um, a lot of people know that there is a new royal couple. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the that's actress. That's right. Um, and, um, I personally don't really care about their marriage, but I know it's important to you, Mike, so... Very important to me. I'm, I can't sleep these days, just counting down the, the moments until, uh, they walk down the aisle together. Yeah. So, we have some tips for the new royal couple. All right, shall, shall I go first? Please. Shall. I, well, I, because we're talking about the royal family, I'm starting to speak, uh, like a... Uh, so here's a tip number one for the royal uh, couple. This one is for Megan. Psst, Megan, it's me, your old friend Mike. Now, uh, I know that your hubby has grown up in the royal family, and he's literally a prince, and he's been served and catered to all his life. That being said, here's my tip to you. When you are married, don't take any gruff from Harry, because you... As the wife, should be calling the shots in that marriage. Meghan Markle would never hang out with you, and if you did hang out with her, you wouldn't know what to say or do. I would know what to say to her. No, no, way. you would. No. Yes. Okay. Shall I do my first tip for the married couple? Yes. Or the new couple? Um, my uh, tip for the new royal couple is to Meghan. Uh, my suggestion is... Don't get pregnant by a Middle Eastern billionaire or the MI6 and palace guards will do away with you. Because we all know that happened before. So there's just a quick tip. Wow, what a what an unpleasant tip. Uh, what a rude way to sort of cast a shadow the on a... The truth is rude? No, but it's just, you're ruining the fun spirit of a wedding and new beginnings by bringing up Well, I guarantee Princess that advice, Diana. I guarantee you that advice is a lot more useful than yours. Anyway. Okay. I mean... Alright. Uh, my second tip is uh, once more it's for, um, for Megan. Uh, when you meet uh, the queen, try your hardest not to call her Lizzie to her face, okay? Hello, Lizzie! You don't want to do that. What you want to do is refer to her as your majesty. Uh, also, uh, when you meet Prince Charles, try not to make a joke about those big old flappy ears on the side of his head. Just just say hello. All right. Uh, here's my second tip for the royal couple. Make sure wherever you go that CCTV cameras are filming you and insist upon installing CCTV cameras frankly, everywhere you go, because we all know that um, there was an absence of CCTV footage from Diana's hotel to the crash site. That's obviously not an accident. That was turned off or deleted. Uh, this, and, this is debatable. No, it's not debatable. And, you know, there's just a bit of advice um, to save your life. Wow, you're really fixated on the... Uh death of Princess Diana here in this fun segment. All right, my third tip uh, for the royal couple is this one's for Harry. One for the, uh, it's time for to talk man to man, Prince Harry. Uh, your days of freedom are soon over, but here's a little tip from your friend Mike. Uh, Harry, when you're in uh, the church on your wedding day and you see your bride, Megan, walking down the aisle in her beautiful wedding dress, try not to faint. 
take a deep breath and just enjoy the moment because you're a very lucky man. I'd probably faint if I saw Megan walking down. If I yeah, was in church, you wouldn't know what to if, say to a beautiful woman. I would say I do. <laughs> yeah, and I would she'd say, say what I the do. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't think she would say that because the queen was, would be there, Prince Philip would be there, all sorts of celebs. And then, yeah, it, the only way this is happening is if you, you know, if then a second later they're going, police, there's a creep, broke into the palace, that kill would, him. That is just your, like, inability to uh, allow me to be happy. I don't know. Whatever, uh, you're, you're ruining the bit. All right, time for my third tip to the royal couple. If either of you happen to see a white Fiat, hike up your pants, get that royal ass in gear, and run for the goddamn hills. Analysis of the original wreckage of Diana's car of her Mercedes revealed that it had glancing contact with a white Fiat Uno car, which left traces of paint on the Mercedes bodywork. Unexplained. Undocumented. You cannot tell me that this undocumented crash with a princess's car had nothing to do with this mysterious accident that no camera happened to catch and extensive attempts by the French police James. to find this vehicle were unsuccessful. If you see a, a, a white Fiat, you, you go away. You sound, Run away. You sound unhinged and you sound like you're a person who, you, you know, so many details about the crash that killed Princess Diana, may she rest in peace, the people's princess. It sounds like you've obsessed over this for years. Um, how about it's called keeping up with the news, Mike? Uh, something you might want to do instead of fantasizing about being a prince. Well, I feel like I do keep up with the news, but I just didn't know the astonishing level of detail that you know about this conspiracy theory. Anyway... It's not a conspiracy theory. Uh, well, alright, to be determined. Um, final tip for the married couple. Be sure to come back to Toronto soon. We miss you. I feel like segment didn't go as well as I had hoped because it was sort of tainted by your the specter fantasies. No, I think the audience probably liked that. Imagining me of all people marrying uh, a princess. Uh, I think you tainted it by talking about uh, the death of Princess Diana. Well, I like to think I gave actual useful tips instead of you know your weirdo uh, dreams. All right. Father Darren Springer from episode 35. Uh, you knocked the wind out of my sails when I saw a young man up there preaching the word of God in a way that I could connect with. Because before, before I walked into your church that morning, I do admit that I had gone through a rough period where uh, my relationship with Lord Christ had frayed, and uh, I was not living the word. Um, how bad did things get? Well, uh, I got heavily into Toronto's hard lemonade drinking scene. Um, I was, at my worst point, I was a four-bottle-a-day man, and I got pretty heavily into Canadian industrial music. I'm talking about uh, bands like Skinny Puppy. Uh, oh, who else? Econoline uh, uh, Line Crush. And, I don't know that they're uh, industrial. Uh, um, but, uh, and the Tea Party. Not industrial. I think, well, that's not how I saw it at the time, through that haze of... Hard Lemonade. Are you talking about Mike's Hard Lemonade? Yes, Mike's Hard Lemonade. And even, I hate to say this, even cheaper brands sometimes. Uh, as I say, uh, it was a rough period, and uh, I was swearing my head off. Uh, I was sleeping in until sometimes 9 a.m., 
And I do admit that the, the morning I walked into your church and, and saw you up there on the pulpit, I was considering ending it all. And, and uh, Really? Yeah, moving, uh, moving uh, to the West Coast. Okay. All right. Ending uh, my life in Toronto. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Mike's Hard Lemonade thing, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting something along the lines of like, uh, like, a, uh, like a really, like a heroin or a cocaine. Oh, no, no. No, I didn't have the means uh, to, to satisfy that habit. So I was just a uh, hard lemonader. So in your early 20s, you drank hard lemonade and listened to like alternative rock music. Yeah. And that was like a hard time for you. Yeah, and I had a jean jacket that had a patch that had a rude sort of picture on the back of it. And, what was uh, the picture? It was of um, a certain popular comic book character urinating. Calvin. Calvin yes, urinating. Yes, I didn't, Calvin, say- <laughs> I didn't want to say the yeah. name for copyright reasons, but yes, it was Calvin. That's the kind of thing you just see on a truck decal. Why? It's weird that you would have that on a jean jacket. Did you think it was funny? Yes. Okay. Well, that, that, that is actually sadder than the whole Mike's Hard Lemonade thing. That is actually more indicative of how low... You had sunk that you fa- that you found that funny. Well, it was funny. Well, not really. I mean, it's uh, no, that's no. never funny. Like, oh, let's have a cartoon character do something rude. Yeah, it's a little very lame, cheap, quite frankly. Yeah. Well, yet another point we disagree on, Father. Huh? Now, Michael, for for the love of God, please don't tell me you kissed a girl. I did. And the priest is being sarcastic. Yeah, for no, just, just a, he's not. Yes, he was. Were you being sarcastic? I was being very sarcastic. Guy, okay. uh, yeah, taken. <laughs> I have to admit, you know, I'm not a religious guy, but you're you're definitely a cool priest. Are you dating anyone? Might I ask? Um, sort no, of. He's not. He's a crush on a I... weird woman who comes into his store. Okay, full disclosure, I work at the CN Tower gift shop, not the one at the top of the CN Tower, not the one on the main floor, but the one far underneath CN Tower, and there is a certain someone, a pretty lady, who comes in basically every lunch hour and uh, buys a trinket, the same trinket every day of the CN Tower. It's actually kind of weird, now that I say it out loud, but anyway, we kind of flirt, we've moved... To text flirting. Really? And, I didn't oh, know that. Yeah. What, do, and, what uh, do you guys text about? We talk about the CN Tower. We talk about uh, her job, mostly. I tell her about your sermons, and I tell her about church, Father Darren, and uh, we're toying with the idea of going on a date, seeing a movie. Uh, now, if you don't mind me asking, uh, this is personal, how, how old is this woman? She's uh, in her mid to late 60s. Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael, dear Lord! Why, why, first of all, don't She's bring her. Don't bring her into the church. Nice. Do not bring her to church. Yeah, I, that is look. the last thing I need. What do you mean? She's a. She's curious. I'm sure she is, but uh, she's she can, curious why this 36 year old man or whatever is interested in her. No need to bring eight. my age into this. Well, whatever you are, Mike. What is wrong with you? Sixty? What? She's and I her. and I don't judge you for dating an older person at all. I do. But, Oh, okay, but uh, it's just from my vantage point, uh, like I just think the, the the amount of things, the number of things you can do with a sixty-one-year-old woman is uh, limited. I mean, you're not living life to the fullest if you're. Yeah, you're gonna go a, water skiing with her. Oh, yeah. I broke my hip. No, you're we're in not thirties, for God's sake. We're not going. First of all, we're not going water skiing together. I can't swim, and I don't have the means to even rent 
a boat or the skis for that kind of thing. But um, I agree, Father Darren, that, I mean, I guess she's in her late 60s. Her childbearing years are presumably uh, in the past. Well, that's although, a one bonus. Although technology is, you know, uh, making, oh, God. making childbirth possible no matter what your age is. Um, You're not going to have kids with this woman. We're... You know, you're talking about it. We're talking about having kids. You haven't kids? even gone on a date. That is, uh, and again, I hate to be judgmental. That is an abomination. I, Thank you. I don't know if this is possible. You but sound very I? judgmental for a priest. <laughs> uh, well, look, there are certain look. As a priest, yes, you have to be ju- ju- you know charitable and love everyone. But when you see evil in the world and it does exist, you must call she's, it out. She's not evil. She's very. She nice. is not evil. The thought of you having children with her is evil. I love her. I do not love the idea of you having children with her. Okay. Uh, I I actually forbid you if it's possible. To oh. to whatever extent you take my word seriously, very you seriously. cannot have children with this woman. Well, I was saying okay. to my my condo is uh, near the like uh, university, and I'm like oh. Mike, just ha- like you know, come sometime come to my condo and then try to walk into a frat party or something. Meet one of the girls there. I don't there you go. That's a possibility. So you're saying, okay, you want me to go to a frat party and break up with my girlfriend. That's... She's not your girlfriend? She is almost my girlfriend. Uh, she is a woman you're texting. Uh, that, that does not make a girlfriend. And again, I've been out of the dating scene for a while. I have a wife. Uh, but yeah, even I can safely say... So wait, that, what religion what? are you? Because Catholic, you must not be Catholic. Well, look... What?! Cause Here's the thing. I try to keep this on the down low, but occasionally I. What the up. hell? I have a wife. Look, <laughs> I know. Look, you know, the religion isn't something where you have to just follow a, all the rules. All right. You're I follow. Wow. This, I follow. What the kind spir- of priest are you? I follow the spirit of the law, if not the letter, and that is all that God cares about. Whoa! I feel so duped. <laughs> this is like the most radical yeah. priest of all time. Yeah. We just yeah. got married, and we're like, what the hell with it? I don't care. I'm just so intrigued. You're such a. You seem like uh, you have so many great music references. Like, what kind of music are you into? Like, um, are you? Do you play music? I mean, I I am. I do play in a chill wave band. It's called uh, God Wouldn't Care. Now, does the Vatican know about this? Oh my! Uh, just curious to know, Michael. Narc. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Quite frankly. Are you literally a narc, Michael? I am not a narc. In fact, I have a lot of problems with the way the Toronto police uh, uh, police force conducts itself. Well, I agree with that. I tell you, if you come to our shows, well, you'd better not be a narc because uh, let's just say the odd uh, jazz cigarette uh, is going to be in present. Hey, yeah. So you get if if I'm uh, to understand you correctly here, Mm -hmm. you play in a chill wave band. That's right. Probably with your wife in the audience, or is she in the band too? She is uh, actually no. She kind of hands out uh, like she does the door and stuff. Door merch. Is she the door, merch? She does girl? merch. She does merch. Yeah. Oh my god! So you got your wife on merch in the door. Mm-hmm. You're up on stage playing your chill wave. Fucked out of your mind on drugs, hate... and you're my well. Priest. That's uh, that's uh, inappropriate. I'd rather you didn't use that kind of language. Eh? Even I'm not swearing over here. Yeah. Well, you pushed me to it. I. He's talking about smoking a joint. Big deal. That's going to be legal in like four months in Canada, right? Uh, yeah. I hope, well, I mean, God willing. Yeah, God willing. God willing. Yeah, I absolutely. Hope, I hope God is not willing. You know what? At the second it's legal and we won't have any legal problems doing it on air, I'm going to be doing it every goddamn podcast. Excuse my 
swear that's that. okay i'll let that but slide. i'm gonna get ready for that mike i'm gonna be smoking wait. weed on the podcast you're gonna pod baked yes you make me laugh if you do that i will turn off the microphone well imagine how fun it would be if you had a bong sound effect or if you just took a hit of a bong a bit of a gurgle sound effect father darren that'd be fun Shut up! And I'm more than willing to supply... <laughs> wait, wait, okay, this is entirely uncalled for. Just shut up! <laughs> I'm sorry to I'm sorry to say that. I never thought I'd say that to a Catholic priest. <laughs> Michael, dare I say it, this might be really your darkest moment. Uh, Mike, how, uh, how was your week? Oh, uh, it was okay. I'm in a bit of a spat, I guess I'd say, with... My girlfriend, Ruth, um, as listeners will know, I'm dating a woman in her mid to late 60s. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how old she is, but she is a frequent customer uh, to the CN Tower gift shop where I work. And um, over the previous couple of weeks, she has slowly taken over managing most aspects of my life, uh, my diet, um, my sleep schedule, my wardrobe. Um, and I came home the other day from a shift and, you know, I gave her a set of keys to my pad. And how long have you been dating? Just so people know. Um, a month and a half, two months now. But I came home and I noticed that the place looked different. And I said, honey, what have you done? And she, it turns out she had thrown away all my family photos, including pictures of me as an infant. What? And I just lost it. Good. I just went berserk. Good. What did you say? I said, Ruth, I need to be alone right now. And I showed her the door because I, I she's, she was jealous of my family and even of me as a younger man. I just can't make heads or tails of it. Wow. So have you guys... Um, I'm giving her the silent treatment right good. now. Good. Yeah. Mike, you should... I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think... That's not normal. You know what I mean? Like, and nothing about this relationship is normal. I disapprove of no, it. No, I and disagree. listeners know that. I disagree with that. But, I mean, why would she... So she's jealous of your family. Why would she be jealous of old pictures of you? I, that's the part, James? It keeps me up at night. I can understand why she's jealous of mom and dad and my brothers. But jealous of me as a younger man, I just don't get it. Unless she's jealous of the youth... Uh, on display in those pictures of me. I, I don't know. Why would she... Why do you think you understand that it's okay that she's jealous about your mom well, and dad? She's in love with me, and when you're in love with someone, you don't want there to be anyone else in your lover's life, from what I understand about relationships. Are you jealous of her mom? Oh, wait, her mom would be 120. Her mom is no longer with us because... Yeah, yes, big surprise there. Ruth's advanced age. Oh, my God. But if her mom was still around, I certainly wouldn't be happy about that. <laughs> you know, when you were single, I'm like, I thought, wow, this is so sad, this man. Nothing could be sadder than single Mike. But somehow you in a relationship is more sad than that. Oh, get over it, James. It's, I, I totally disagree. Oh, my God. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And hey, I mean, all lovers have little quarrels. I'm sure Ruth and I will get, get past this. But right now I'm still miffed. And um, there goes my family history, basically. You need to DTFC. Pardon me? Dump the effing chick. <clears throat> Um, yeah, thanks for the advice, James. Um, so anyway, uh, how has your week been? Well, um, I'll be honest, mine was also, uh, not good. Oh, um, uh -oh. Was, try this on for size, and maybe our listeners can imagine, uh, this happening to them. 
Try imagining you have a son called Pavel who lives in South Florida with his witch mom. And who I believe is a former Russian model. Yes, that is true. What a surprise. Someone James was romantically involved with was a Russian model. Yeah, that's super common for me. Anyway, so you have imagine you have this son, and then imagine that you are thinking you're texting with a with a hot babe that you're currently sort of having romantic um relations with. Okay. And you send her a nice dick pic. And instead of, but you think you're sending it. What I'm trying to say is, I accidentally sent my son a dick pic. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, James, I know. Please tell me you're joking. N- I I wish I was. I wish I was uh, Dave Chappelle right now, but I'm not. You are not Dave Chappelle right now. I'm the girl. I, I'm seeing this girl called Pamela, and when I took the dick pic of my, oh. frankly, you know. Very uh, visible dick. Were you fully? Yes. Halfway or not at all erect? It was full on. Oh, my goodness. Just when I, I thought your fathering skills could not sink any lower, you sent your darn son a fully erect dick pic. Well, I thought, I, thought I was sending it to this girl, Pamela. I got the names mixed up. I texted it to Pavel instead. He obviously was confused. He must have been sick to his stomach. Well, but get this. So this is how I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all about turning a negative into a positive. So Pavel obviously was a bit uh, perturbed by this and was like, what the hell is this about? So I ended up flying down to Miami and having a little talk with him about birds and the bees and all that kind of stuff. He knows about that. He's past puberty, I think. But I just meant, you know, talking. He's 10, he's 10 years old and he's past puberty. I think so. All right. So anyway, we had this great talk about it. And in the end, I ended up signing him up for Tinder because I'm like, you know what? I think you're what? ready. Yeah. And so now he's got a Tinder account. And so weirdly, it, it all sort of turned out well because now he's going to be on the dating scene. Um, so your your accidental dick pic has led to you signing up your son for a, a hookup app. Is that what I and, and you flew a down? A hookup app. So you, you missed Mike, Christmas? everybody's on Tinder. Not not me. I prefer to meet my uh, romantic partners in real life, usually at the job I work, at the CN Tower gift shop. But you're telling me that you flew down to Florida because of a dick pic, but not for Christmas or the boy's 10th birthday. Yes. Okay. I, something tells me, you know, he would be a little more, that, that's a little more relevant. You know what I mean? Like Christmas, birthdays, whatever. I don't think kids really particularly notice what their parents do at those times. But getting a dick pic from your dad? Uh, yeah. It kind of only happens call, uh, call, once in your life. Call itravel2000.ca. Let's get down there. Well, uh, let's just hope <clears throat> the Florida police don't get involved in this because technically what you did was a online crime. Oh, Mike. Because Pavel is under the age of 18. It was so. an accident. and I would love if the Florida police came knocking on your door, James. Not gonna lie. Ugh. Dating in the modern age. It includes dick pics. It just does. Every day you're sending multiple dick pics to multiple people, hoping for that wild reaction. You know the one. But when you're sending so many dick pics, sometimes things go a little wrong. And instead of sending your dick pic to a potential hookup, you accidentally send it to your 10-year-old son. Luckily, there's PeckerCheck, a cool new app that keeps your dick pic on your mobile device until you triple confirm the recipient's name. 
PeckerCheck lets you sleep safe at night knowing you'll never accidentally send your 10-year-old son a picture of your fully erect penis ever again. So download PeckerCheck today from wherever you get your apps. Your pecker will thank you, and so will your son. Dan Byrne from episode 38. Uh, How do you like, yeah, how do you like being a counselor for this ward? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's just so many good people in the neighborhood and in the zone, and there's so many good things happening in the city that it's just a marvelous honor to be serving the people of Toronto, and uh, I just, uh, you know, every day is a joy. I love hearing that, and I agree. This neighborhood uh, has more languages being spoken in it every day, more... um, more young couples falling in love every day than uh, than any other neighborhood in Toronto. We have done the count. There's 13 languages being spoken in Ward 9 and a half, and there has been 300 people falling in love in the last year. Really? Yes. Wow. Am I crazy? That seems low. Uh, or no, is that's that actually, high? That's actually one of the higher wards in the city, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, well, congrats. Well, we do have a standard of love. It has to be very intense love. This is oh. the... Uh, <laughs> If you if you lived in this war, James, you'd be falling in love every other day. Believe me. Well, that's interesting that you say it has to be a very intense love because Mike here um, has a girlfriend. I use that term loosely. Absolutely. They were registered during the year. Mm-hmm. What? That counted? Of course it did. I was going to say, I uh, bet I they... I think I saw your name. Ah, damn yes. it. We it's... signed up as soon as we declared our love for each other. Wow. There's a website. Ward 9.5 has a website. Oh, so you type it in. We fell in love. Yes, James. Sorry, I thought they had some measurement tool. Well, they do have a bit of a rubric to discover the uh, intensity, and we knew we'd use certain descriptors, and uh, we analyzed those descriptors and put them in an algorithm, and out comes the intensity. Wow. And that's modern love, I suppose. What was your grade, Mike, for you and Ruth? We got an 8 out of 10. Damn. That's actually pretty good. We did have to dock a couple of marks. Because of the age gap. <laughs> yeah. So everyone has no a problem kidding. with this age gap but us. It's, not, it's well, so it's funny. just the computer. It's not me. I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Mm. We're each going to briefly describe a dream we've had. And then we're, the other two are going to uh, analyze it. And, of course, this is not legally binding. We're not uh, qualified. Uh, we don't have psychology degrees or, you know. Uh-huh. I could go first. Sure. All right, James. Okay. Um, uh, I had a dream... And this is I, this is a little bit weird. I'm going to say right up front, it's a little bit weird. I dreamt that I was flying down to Florida, okay, and I'm going to go see my son, Pavel, in the dream. So I arrive in Florida, and my son, Pavel, comes to meet me at the gate. But then it's not Pavel. It's Mike. Mike was Pavel in the dream. What do you mean, like... He was the size of Pavel, but with my face? No, it was like you were my, you were Pavel somehow. Oh, dream logic. Yeah. Okay. And okay. I don't know what that means. And did, well, then what happened after that? We kind of just did father-son stuff, you know? Went hmm. for a walk, played catch. Hmm. Well, like you say, I'm no expert, but it just sounds like you don't like your son that much. Right. Hmm. Because James... In real life, doesn't like me, I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you would substitute me for your son must mean that, yeah, real trouble in, in your father-son relationship. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Mike, um, do you want to share your dream? Sure, but it's a little bit weird. Do you guys mind? Hey, I just did a it's, weird one. No, but mine is really weird. No, it's not going to be as weird as mine. I'm almost too embarrassed to say. Oh, Come I'll on. Just, okay. 
So I had a dream, and it's so it's embarrassing for me to talk about, but uh, I had a dream that I was with Ruth, and we were in bed together, and then just out of the blue, uh, while we were being intimate, she had like a pair of scissors, and this sounds so insane, but she cut off my privates with wow. the scissors, and like in the dream, wow. I was like into it, which is which doesn't make sense. And then when I woke up from the dream, I was, swear to God, I was h- harder than I've ever been in my life. Please, it, it sounds so, and no, cr- and so no, crude it's not. to say. No, it's not. And that's what I was thinking. And I was hard for two days straight without that's... it stopping. And that is weird because I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want her to cut off my privates. Or maybe you do, but that's interesting because uh, that is the first reaction I had was that was that maybe this is a good thing, you know? But that's so counterintuitive, right? James, what do you think? I mean, I don't even know what to say. I think you, I think you do want that, Mike. And but why I, would I, why would I want that? That's so well, weird. Well, think about it. You're giving your most precious thing over to this person that you love so much. Right. You know, I've never given anything to Katie, and I will never give anything to Katie. But you've given this thing to Ruth, and you've given your your heart. And in this case, in the dream, it was a little your more. Right. Huh. And also, she makes all your decisions for you and rules your life. Fair point. And to a degree, yeah. You know, chooses what you wear, what you eat, who your friends are, who the you media, talk to. The media, I Yes, takes wow, away all your okay. photos. Sleep your schedule. Family, jealous of your family, jealous of younger you. Right. So maybe it has something to do with that, too. Huh. Interesting, interesting. Our guest. Yeah, Dan. yeah, okay. Well, geez, I wasn't ready for this. Oh, uh, sorry. I, I don't have anything. Sorry planned. to put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, let me think here for a second. And don't um, mind if, if it's something weird. Don't yeah. mind. Like, no, it's not. It. No, I mean it's just. I mean it's a dream, right? So I can't. I can't be blamed for the weirdness or the non-weirdness of it. I love that attitude. I was a, a child king, uh, an emperor of a kingdom of thousands. And uh, my parents had been killed, and my ancestors had been killed, and all in violent ways. And I was being asked by my advisors about what direction to take. And I spoke in a foreign tongue. My tongue was split in two, and I spoke two languages at once. And I gave directions to two armies, and they forged forward and devoured land uh, in a spreading plague of of uh, conquering and i uh i had horns for eyes and my teeth were glass and Jesus. uh i i um never stopped screaming um and i i wanted more and more and i it was as if i was ingesting souls uh but backwards through my butt and that was the that was it hmm Ooh. I would say someone ate cheese before going to sleep. Uh, <laughs> well, I do. I do tend to do that. Uh, they yeah. say it gives you a nightmare. They I was going to say cheese as well. Did you eat cheese? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you it's go. Cheese. <laughs> I think we can, it's fair to say that you ate cheese. Brandon Ash Muhammad from episode 39. Mike, what do you what do you have to say to this neighbor? You have a neighbor here who's pissed off at you. You're making way too much noise. What do you have to say for yourself? I guess I, first of all, I'm I would like to apologize. I'm so sorry for keeping up at night, making noise, and for the ice sculpture, the beautiful ice sculpture of Cupid leaking on your grandson Fluffy's uh, crib. Yeah, but 
Uh, I guess my explanation is I get so excited for Valentine's Day that I I I forget that I'm not the only one in the building. So are so. you trying to like arrange the feng shui of your apartment to get you a date? No, uh, he's got a girlfriend. Oh, and he's got it's a, not a good really? situation. Yeah, it's a very good situation really? actually. Really? So yeah, what's with all these rose petals? Well, they're for a, a bit of a failed experiment. Um, uh, to cover up the smell of your doo-doo dick. Oh, I love that. Doo-doo dick. Yeah. First of all, no. Yeah, Mike's got a doo-doo dick. Doo -doo dick. No, no, I do. <laughs> Listeners, I'd like to, to say, I'll say this just once. That's why your apartment smells so bad. <laughs> I do not yeah. have a doo-doo dick. Oh, doo-doo dick, Mike. I can like, prove it if I, because I my... I saw it once. My, oh, my girlfriend, Ruth, we don't do that, so... Brandon, first don't of all, do that. it just wasted away, and that's it's just rotten on you. First of all, what is a doo doo dick? Just a dick that looks like doo doo. I thought you were going to say it smells bad. It smells bad. It looks and it acts and smells like doo doo. I was defending you before. Uh, I was on your side when you were going after James, uh, you know, and praising his uncle. Well, now I see. Now I see how things are. Well, he got a whiff of your doo doo dick and thought, "I don't want to." I don't have a doo doo dick, everybody. <laughs> The, the accusation is out there. That's all I'm going to say. The accusation is the question is being asked. Yeah. And and t listeners, tweet us at LT Podmas. Does Mike have a doo doo dick? The Please board, don't. We all had a meeting about your doo doo dick the other day, and <laughs> we're trying to figure out what to do about it. This is amazing. Listen, this building is old. It's moldy. There are smells and aromas. Who knows what they're caused by? But the one thing I know, and I'd I'd I'm I'd be willing to bet my life on, is it's not coming from me, and especially from my front area. Well, look, I'm a, I've Ooh. had a I've probably had a doo -doo, temporary temporary doo doo dick. If yeah. like you go running and you don't shower or something, and then you go, whoa, that's not that's, that's not a, as fresh as it could be. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'll try to make you me, feel better, Mike. I will spray. You, I'll Febreze my penis if it'll make you feel happier. It, well, but you need um, Lysol. Okay, I'll, <laughs> yeah. Well, really Lysol get in there, Mike. Or something, Mr. Something Clean. antibacterial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, moving what on. You asked me what the rose petals <clears throat> were on the floor for. It was for a failed experiment. My Elderly girlfriend Ruth is coming over on oh, Wednesday. She's an older woman. She's in her mid to late sixties. Oh, same. Interesting. Birthday. She won't tell me exactly how old she is. Oh, she's probably even older than mid to late sixties. No. She's probably in her eighties. Anyway, Ruth, well, Ruth, what? Part, What's her last name? Jar. Uh, uh, jar. Uh, you don't even know her last. You can name. whisper it if you don't want to say her. Ruth Jar Jar. Ruth Jar Jar. Ooh, she relates to Jar Jar Binks. No, she get. You're not. You're not the first person to make that. Uh, joke, by the way. Anyway, the rose petals. I was going to fill the bathtub with rose petals for Ruth when she came over before we go up to an escape room. Um, but when I tested it out and turned on the water, because a certain someone doesn't take care of the pipes in the building, nothing but sludge and grime came out. So I have a bathtub full of filthy water and rose petals. So was it sludge or did you go in there with your doo-doo dick? <laughs> okay. Uh... I'm just joking with you. Can you tell the listeners that I don't have a doo-doo dick? I cannot confirm or deny the existence of his doo-doo dick, but I think he does have a doo-doo dick. You seem like a worldly person, and you've got like good advice I and am. stuff. I do. Could Mike, maybe you should tell Brandon about your Valentine's Day plans tell and me about see it, if baby. he has any suggestions. Tell me about it. 
All right. You seem like, yeah, the kind of guy who, who would yeah. give me unvarnished advice, mm-hmm. um, to say the least. Um, yeah. So on Wednesday night, Valentine's Day, my girlfriend Ruth, who's in her mid to late 60s, okay. uh, I'm going with her to the escape room at Casaloma, which is supposed to be great. Uh, but we're not going alone. Accompanying us will be her 38-year-old son, Philip, who's a Navy uh, soldier, Navy. What do you call someone in the Navy? Sailor. He's a sailor. Oh, he's a sailor. Yeah, and I know for a fact mm. he doesn't like me. Um, Ruth has told me so much, uh, as much, and uh, I'm just wondering. Do you think? What do you think? This is a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Why don't you meet him somewhere on like common ground? That's a good idea. So not on a boat, because <clears throat> that's where he has the power, and we couldn't meet mm. here. Well, not maybe a swamp. Not submarine. quite dry. Not quite right. wet. Well, why don't oh I got an idea. Why don't you guys go to the Ripley's aquarium? Oh that's not a bad idea. That's a good idea. So and right that's by a, the CN Tower where I work. Yeah, so that's a good idea, Mike, because then maybe he'll sort of say to you, Look, dude, what are you doing dating my elderly mom? And it'll snap some sense into you. I would look him straight in the eyes and I'd say, Philip, my my boy, even though we're the same age. Don't mm-hmm. call him my boy. I'd say Philip son. My son, uh, I say, Philip, I am in love with your mom. Deal with it. <laughs> and we're trying to have a child. Mike, I think that's too much for him at once. I think right. you need to do some more like father-son bonding stuff. Really? Mm. Okay. It's weird because like we're the same age, but yeah. I guess because I'm dating his mom, so that's even better. He sees me as a father figure. Yeah. I highly doubt he sees you as a father figure. James doesn't approve of my relationship, and I've had just about enough of this. Um, It's not that weird. You gotta find a way to his heart. You gotta find out his interests, what he's into. I know he's into sailing the ocean blue. Well, he's in the Navy. Yes. So maybe he'd be into me. (laughs) Oh, right. Is that a thing? Yeah. It is. Is everyone in the Canadian Navy? I've been with a lot of Navy men. Wow. <laughs> this is amazing. This is a, the second bombshell of the episode. Almost every man, I think is what you just said, in yeah. the Canadian Navy is a gay man. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That I wonder what, 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 what is the lure there, I wonder. Why does that happen, I wonder. What? Just the water, the dolphins... Um, the, this sound. Mm. Yeah. Do you have anyone else in your life right now? I know my uncle is long gone, but uh, uh, that you're, do you live with anyone else? Or? No, I just live by myself. Uh, sometimes I go on tour as a backup singer. Really? Oh. Yeah. For who? Um, would you like to know? Uh, oh. Aretha Franklin. You're a backup wow. singer for Aretha yeah. Franklin? Yeah. My God. Yeah. That's impressive for mm-hmm. a 75-year-old yeah. guy. Me and Aretha go way back. Right. She Her actually f- gave me the tent that uh, I live originally. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Remember when Aretha wore that, that wonderful big hat mm-hmm. and that became mm-hmm. uh, popular on yeah. the internet? For Was that when she sang it at Obama's second the inauguration? Inaugural. Right. I think it was the first the one. The first actually. one. Yeah, actually, yeah. I love that Is hat. she cool? Yeah, she's pretty chill. She's just chill. Huh. She really loves um, like microbreweries and stuff like that. Microbreweries. Yeah. She's a beer babe. Yeah, she's really into like like she's thinking of starting her own microbrewery. Wow, actually. like craft beer yeah. kind of stuff. 
Aretha Franklin craft beer. You're kind of into craft beer, Mike. Mm-hmm. Well, a little bit. Uh, I like to drink locally, and uh, so does she. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe you guys would get along. I'd love to yeah. to, to so, throw uh, back a pint of beer with Aretha Franklin. Yeah, maybe uh, you can take a ride on the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's a wonderful yeah. idea. If my relationship with Ruth, who I'm in love with, uh, goes south for any reason, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, yeah, I'm just picturing myself walking down the street arm in arm with the first lady of soul, and uh, yeah, I like a good it. Look. Would you be attracted to Aretha, Mike? Absolutely, uh, especially if she's wearing that that uh, wonderful floppy hat of hers. Mm-hmm. Remember well, that you, hat? You, uh, no, I don't remember that. Hmm. You Maybe have a thing for older women. We know that. Yeah, Maybe I do. I'll design a lingerie version for you. Oh my that goodness! A lingerie yeah. hat. <laughs> yeah, a lingerie hat. Uh, not to be rude, but you're putting a lot of ideas into Mike's spank bank right now. Oh, uh, I don't have a spank bank, James. Oh. Trust me, the way me and Ruth carry on, I don't need one. So do you guys have a very, you and Ruth have a very active sex life? Yeah, well, as I mentioned before, we're trying um, to have to, to hear the little the pitter-patter of little feet on the ground. Oh, we're trying to start a family. A cat? Oh. Such a bad idea. They want to have, they want to have kids. With so, what? Not a cat. Yeah, we want to have kids. Although I'd love to have a cat also. Um, what? We're trying to have children. With what eggs? Yeah, great question. That's the yeah, yeah. That's like very original. You two. Is it a donation? No, she. I... We went to the doctor. She still got Jeez. all her eggs. Oh, what? I thought that I thought that sort of ended around you know mid forties, fifty confused. or something. No, she started late. She had a late. Puberty. How late? She had late puberty. Like an... She um she only went she only her body only changed uh, when she was in her early thirties. What? <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah, she sounds very odd. She's not odd. What is normal? Answer that question. I don't know. Having your body change when you're 12 or 13 or 14? That's just a cliche. That's not a cliche. cliche. It's just a cliche. She's she's a perfectly normal woman, healthy woman. And yes, because she went through puberty very late, um, we've got a little bit more time. Where does she live? How come you guys haven't moved in together? She lives on the other side of town, um, Lee side. um, Oh, Lee side. With her son. Um, and, uh, we've talked about her moving in. I mean, she has a set of keys to my uh-huh. place here, but, uh. So have you guys been able to, like, conceive it? Have you guys had any luck? We haven't had any luck yet. Okay. Um, but believe me, we're trying. Well, when you do, I know a great doula. 